is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome to Saturdays in Canada with Black Hawk West here on the Sports Betting Channel. Now, Black Hawk West, it is week three. We're still kind of tweaking the format, but we won't be tweaking it too much, and you know why that is. In one, two weeks yes, in a row. Yes, yes. When you, um, when you hit 75% of your bets, and of course, as you know, you you really do keep track of, of the numbers. You, you know, you're you're not... I don't know if I'd call you teaching in your Discord group. Uh, you're more capping than anything, but there's a lot of teaching going on whenever you and I talk. The bottom line is those numbers are important to you. For me, it's always been, how much money do I have? How much money do I have, you know? And did I do anything stupid? And this week, I didn't do anything stupid. Last week, I didn't hedge against the team that had lost 16 of 18 at home. This week, I got to... My last game of a five-teamer, and I hedged just what I had invested. But basically, between the USFL and SIC Saturdays in Canada, I was five for five with my best bets. But not only money line, they hit for the 25 to one shot, too. And then the Lord blessed me a little bit more because I put it in the Bitcoin account, and then I started shipping footballs. And guess what? I made another $15. (laughs) Anytime you can basically... I bankrolled my entire season now. Now I have the bankroll to be able to to make opportunities because here's what we know with our data is we know opportunities. And that's one of the things I wanted to do is as we go through these clips for each game this week, let's talk about these two teams going forward with basically a, did we learn anything or what we're re- reminded of? Because really, how many times have we kicked ourselves after putting a bet in. Maybe it was a week at Circa where we go into two and three, and you look at one of the, the one that would have made you three and two and two and three in a contest. This is a pretty big pick. You know what I mean? That really changes things dramatically. And you look back in hindsight, you say, ah, what the hell would I was thinking? I mean, John, right? Last year, how many times was it, Kurt? Was it, who was it? Was it, uh, was it the Raiders or no? It was it the Raiders. He's in Vegas. Remember, what's it? Fool me once, right? Fool me twice. You know, shame on me, shame on you, kind of thing. Well, he was yeah. on three or four, I think, and then they became dead to him. And then dead to him. I have dead to me. You have dead to me. You know, we know. There's teams we don't touch. But the bottom line, hey, you got conferences you don't touch. You have days of the week you don't touch. In that respect, you're you're the, as disciplined as you can have. But when you do go to put them on the dead to me list, then if there was an opportunity with them, you've lost that because they're dead to you. The no touch. CFL, we're looking at four games. College football, there's 50 different games. The easiest thing to do is just go through and whack 10 of them out of what you're even going to consider. Your 10 to break down or your 8 to break down. Then you look for red flags. And then you can actually get to what you really like and where you're going to lay your points. And we talked about that earlier with the whole head-to-head stuff. Okay, uh, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma are playing. You go head-to-head, you get once a year, you know, goes back and forth, home and away. In the CFL, you might get three weeks in a row because you had a buy in between where you're playing the same team. It's the craziest stuff. And when you highlight the head-to-head, you notice it because the highlights are together. So we're, we're going to do this. We're going to start with game one last week which was what, uh, that was Thursday night, and Calgary 26, Ottawa 15, right? 20, and sometimes, you know, flirting with 30. So 
we can count on them to put up more points this week. I don't think we can count on Ottawa to put up more or much more than they just put up. So I think uh, Calgary being treated the way they were by Vernon Adams Jr. in the first half, uh, they will come out. They'll come out correct. Uh, They're going to want to get a lead. And and I don't think that they give it up. I'm going to lay the points here and take Calgary. So you said, if I quote, with Calgary, we're going to get at least 20 and maybe we'll get 30 and then they nail 26. That's pretty darn good. You know what I'm saying? But what did we learn about Calgary? What we saw glimpses of with Calgary is their defense is very reliable, potential to be good, a very good wide receiving core. Um, and, and we saw it. And, and, and Mayer is, is the right quarterback. I don't think he's the best in the league. I don't think he's going to be. But I think when we look at the landscape of the CFL, there's teams that flat out don't know what they're doing at quarterback. I mean, as we go through the games this week, we'll call them out. But but I think Calgary is one of the teams that they have their quarterback and they have a very good wide receiving core. Kadeem Carey is injured. You know, that He's on the six-week injury list. When he comes back, uh, yeah, the whole future is ahead of them. So I think Calgary is is the same Calgary. They're going to be that second-place menace uh, right behind Winnipeg. And then Ottawa. So Ottawa, I don't know that we learned anything other than their defense is scrappy. Um, not scrappy enough to stop Calgary. Um, I, I think we validated what we already knew was they can't score points and they don't have the quarterback position figured out. Well, yeah, you know what? The, the notes are easy to say. No QB, no score, no points. I mean, don't take a rocket science, especially in this league. That field is so big. It was so much fun, though, this weekend, winning and having the games on with the family. Because you know what his father said? I don't give a crap yeah. if you don't want to watch CFL football. All right? I'm live on a 5 teaver. Go watch your movies upstairs, guys. I don't really care, you know? Yeah. Uh, all right, then Winnipeg. Uh, Saskatchewan of awards winners that were top in the league for something. And there were four of them in that Winnipeg locker room, best coach, most outstanding player, uh, defensive uh, or offensive rookie of the year. Winnipeg is going to cover this spread, especially coming off of a second half performance like they just had. So I'm going to lay the six. You know, that was, that was, um, that was a game that I don't think they were covering in the second half in the first, I mean, at the end of one, were they? I don't remember the two. I think the first two games actually of this weekend were not covering at halftime and they came all the way back, which is all you want. If you're the second half guy, all you want is them to come all the way back, not only cover for the second half, but cover for the game because now, you know, that's two and one. And usually the second half one is, is you could tell, we could tell. So those units aren't always equal. I don't always put equal on the second half if I know this is a team who's obviously the better team and I got beat by a hook or, or whatever, yeah. you know? Winnipeg at 17 on the board at the end of the first half. I remember that one because that was the one where I said cash. 13 and a half, right. It, it, I said cash it in our text. That was a play that I sent to you guys. Well, no, I saw it. The, after the fact, I saw the 13 yeah. and a half you had, yep. That was, that was a live play for the members, so they, they got to catch that one. All right, so let's do this then. Let's uh, take a break. When we come back, we'll finish the last two games. You know what? I don't know. We go two games a segment, two games a segment, two games a segment, two games a segment. The first half of the show, you really should send us money. You're going to learn some so much. And the second half of the show is going to be a lot of our opinions. But guess what? If you've listened to those the first two weeks, you did okay. It's Saturdays in Canada. He's Blackhawk West. It's the Sports Betting Channel. 
It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Saturdays in Canada. It's with Blackhawk West. It's sponsored by Championship Footballs. They are the coolest present. They'll open that day, and they are guaranteed. They're 100% guaranteed. If you don't like it, send it back. You'll get 100% of your money back, even the shipping. I even give you the shipping back. All right, so we are on game three. Let's look what we got here for game three. I think you got to lay the points here. I think it, it's it's extreme, but I think that BC just beat Calgary by double digits. You got an Edmonton defense who played okay. Uh, but not that great going up against the best quarterback performance of the week. I think for sure, percentage-wise, there's no question. Uh, Zach Claris played well, but the performance we saw out of EA is the best of the week. He's right up there. I mean, his stats are right up there, top of the league. Uh, and and of course, uh, that there was a, a that was a that was a weird game because when you're getting when you're given a touchdown, you would really like in a league where if you snooze. You go for a second somewhere. You miss just a bit of a game. Points are scored one at a time. You want more points, and it, they were slow. They were slow getting rocking and rolling, but then there was a point, and I think I texted you, just take over this game, and they did. I forget what they did. They, you know, they were probably up you know, 13, 14, whatever, and they just took the ball away and scored again, and that was it. It was it was over. So we had uh, Edmonton. We'll talk about the Elks because they were not uh, at, on the road. They were, I mean, they were not at home where they have that loss, incredible loss record. They were on the road. What do we learn about them? Well, now they have a quarterback controversy, and, and, and it's not really a controversy. They just don't have a quarterback. And I said I was going to call these teams out. They're, they're, they're not getting productivity from the quarterback position. They're, they're attempting to bring a second one in. Um, but what I had said last week, I stand behind it, and you can see it. I, I just, you know, I just talked about the body language out of Sask and uh, how they look really positive even though they're not winning. Edmonton's body language, they're gone. This is not a team that has any type of body language uh, where they're, they're motivated. I don't see resilience, and, and they can't put points on the board. Uh, they had an encouraging performance in week one, and in week two, they they just they were elking. Well, you know, what's funny about that is when we do the, the data throughout the season, one of the things we'll have are the quarterback rankings. And that's what will happen. Right about the sixth and seventh, you'll see two guys back-to-back from the same team because they're taking each other's reps. And that's this is sorted by total yards, so their yards are half. And uh, it becomes a whole, you know, if you got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks, you know. All right, this was Toronto 32, Hamilton 40. Look at this game. You know I, I'm a creature of my rules. And I, you know, with the prime time in the NFL, the NFC East, uh, in this, in, in, in general, I do not like to bet on teams on the opening game coming off of a championship. And then when you add to this picture – Hamilton had a really bad first half and then made a run at a comeback and they did hang some points on Winnipeg. So in this game, uh, I am going to take Hamilton and I'm going to take the points. All right. So what happened there was 
uh, was Toronto just better than we thought they were going to be, or were you 100%? Because it works in the NFL, I know for a fact. I think I want to say it's the first four games that if your record betting against the Super Bowl winning team, against the spread, the first four games, you do really, really well. What that clip didn't show, we never thought that Toronto wasn't a great team. I liked Hamilton better in that spot. So what we learned about both these teams last week, you know, we'll start with Hamilton. Bo Levi Mitchell is two, is two interceptions a game, to, you know, for the first two weeks. Now he's injured. And so what we – we don't know anything about Hamilton. We know that they don't really have a great wide receiving core and, and their defense is – we don't really have a, enough of a, a sample size to, to really decide because they, have, they were one, they were one West. They are one of those teams that has two quarterbacks on the list. They, they yeah. do, but I don't think it's going to last that, that long. I, I think I keep wanting to call them Schlitz, like the beer, but, but yeah. Sch- Toronto, it just balance. They were the number one intercepting team in the CFL last year. They got two picks in, in this game and, and could have had three, but they are, I mean, they got a strong O line. They they have a one and two wide receiver. Uh, Chad Kelly, he is not going to rush for three touchdowns like he did in this game. But their wide receiving core, I mean, just just top to bottom. I mean, they are balanced. If there is to be a changing of the guard from Winnipeg to somebody else, this Toronto team is best positioned to take that that torch we're going to come back we're going to start getting the games when we get to the montreal game we'll fill them in because they were they had a bye last week so they're not on the list but before we talk about it we we want to get a feel for uh, what we think we're going to see then we'll look at some data Uh, let's see what we got coming up you have the prop swap commercials coming up the georgia bulldogs kansas city chiefs championship footballs you're listening to saturdays in canada with black hawk west here on the sports betting channel it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Sports Betting Weekly with Blackhawk West here on the Sports Betting Channel. Wes, I, you, know, I, you know I love this clip. I always have. I always think everything could be a trap, which is why I'm still alive. I love that. It's a classic movie, but I love that clip. And at what point... At what point in the season, when you have teams like we talk about that play each other back-to-back on June 20th and on June 27th some years, they play the same team. And the only time that's going to happen, like we talked about in the NFL, is the week after the, the playoffs. And the college, it's only going to happen if you're, again, in the playoffs. So what, what do we look for? When will trap games be a real thing here in the CFL? Well, just as we get smarter and the easy sports data gets smarter, so do the odds makers. So, you know, in these back-to-backs, you got to look at some of that stuff, too, in line movement. And the line movement in the CFL, it happens quick. The Montreal and... Back-to-back weeks, you moved the line yourself, four and a half points in a game. When I had sent it to you earlier, Montreal was a one-point dog. Now Montreal is a two-and-a-half-point dog. So... Not as much money, quicker line movement. Somebody that had enough money to shift that line a point and a half jumped on it, and it's still minus minus 110. So the odds makers are totally comfortable, and that's just our example. So when we get into these head-to-heads, I'm not saying that the guy that makes the lines is smarter than the guy that is betting on the game, but I will add that into how I'm looking at these games. Now, if we have Edmonton playing against Winnipeg back-to-back, we know what the answer there is. I don't really care about a trap game of it. There is no scenario on this galaxy 
where I'm sober, and I'm going to bet Edmonton against Winnipeg. Hard to argue that logic, because here's what we've got. Uh, Thursday night, BC at Winnipeg, 49 minus 6. Again, the line I've got is the line I printed out, the yeah. line when we bet. I, I know, I'm telling you, I'm getting my bets in earlier this week because I saw what happened. The line moves against me if I like the better team and they're favored. So I'm not afraid to, to kind of hang up from you and start betting. You're not going to make a living betting against Winnipeg. And, and so I'm going to lay the six. They are at home. Uh, you know, another piece that they, they rounded out for us. They close out games at home. We saw it last week. They had 17 points on the board at the half, and they ended up hanging a 40-burger. So, you want to hear, you, you mentioned 17, right? You mentioned 17. It's got to be, let's see, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12 games at home. Their last, no, their tw- last 12 games overall, the playoff, uh, regular season, they've scored 17 or more in 8 of those, or 10 of those 12 first halves. So that's fairly consistent, would you say? Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking to that line, and it's, it's probably going to move on that, on that first half. Um, and no, it, it, the odds have changed, but the actual line has not. We're looking at another 13 and a half first half over. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to make some first half money and get, get into the game twice. What's, what are the odds on that? Minus 125. So Yeah, that's not a bad bet for something that hits eight out of ten times, right? No, it, it, it's not a bad bet, especially for a team hanging that many points. You get the best quarterback in the league. We saw the fourth wide receiver. We nailed we nailed a plus 200 prop bet on, on a wide receiver because I thought that they were going to have a little bit of trouble from from the, the Sask secondary. Sask has pretty good DBs, but we nailed a plus 200 on, on Wolitarski to score a touchdown. So, I mean, that's their fourth option at, at wide receiver. And, I mean, Winnipeg is just deep. They're head-to-head uh, here in Winnipeg. The last three times they played, they've given up a total of 39 points. No, 29 points in three games. So that's easy math. So you don't need to do math when it's easy. 29 divided by three is pretty easy. It's close to 10. You don't and, win a lot of football games scoring 10 points. And BC just hung 20, 22 to nothing in Edmonton. Really bad confidence booster as you're getting ready to go to win. All right, let's talk about Montreal because they're, they're at uh, Hamilton. Again, you said the line moves. I've got 44 minus one and a half for the Tiger Cats. Before we look at this game, what did we learn after week one with Montreal? So Montreal had four field goals and a touchdown, and Cody looked great. Um, I thought he looked good. This was not the bad version of him. Um, I think he found his wide receiver, very nice young man from from the Ohio State. Um, you know, they're, Montreal, uh, I expected more points out of them. I expected more points out of them. But but again, as we said earlier, that, that Ottawa defense is scrappy. So they they fell right into it. This game coming up, I look for more of the same, but I, I'm, I'm looking for more points uh, out of them. And Hamilton just is really struggling to score points. They might get a boost from this new quarterback that that be starting. And so this might be a higher scoring game uh, with with both these two teams. I don't I, I think we're going to see in the 20s. Um, we might even see 30 out of out of uh, Montreal. But I like Montreal money line. I'm going to take the points because it's the right thing to do. There's not a value to, to go to the money line, but I typically will go, uh, you know, quarter unit on money line and then find a live action play for three quarters of a unit that'll That'll balance the whole thing out, but I'm going to touch the money line, and I'm going to I'm going to take it's one or two and a half, depending on where you got it. But Hamilton's not investable to me. Yeah, and that's so important. That's so important because it really is your money. You know, <laughs> if you just want you just want to throw it at something because you want to bet on the CFL, just the next time you're on the road, 
go and just crack the windows a little. And your car hit the button a little, just it'll crack and it'll suck right out. Just put the money up, suck it right out. That's not what I want to do. I'm looking yeah. at opportunities. All right, so let's see. What do we got coming? Oh, of course, right about this segment is when it is 820 here in San Diego in the morning, which makes it 420 in London, which is cool because the Canadian people get paid in London that has the Queen's face on it. And that 420 thing is pretty cool. I I, I have a, a nephew that's actually in London, but he studied in Oxford. I'm a pretty soon. He's pretty sure he's not getting stoned that often. <laughs> I don't think you retain as much at Oxford when you're stoned. So uh, when we come back from break, you're going to hear from uh, about the contest, our 420 contest. You're going to hear about our, our Wana brands. And then we're going to come back for the last two games. You're listening to Blackhawk West here on Saturdays in Canada. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Saturdays in Canada with Blackhawk West here on the Sports Betting Channel. West, we've got Saturday, Sask at Calgary. It's 45 and a half. It's minus three and a half. This is the hardest one of the week as far as I'm concerned to, to handicap. Calgary at home is not that impressive. Um, Calgary on the road is very impressive. I like the resilience I'm seeing out of Sask, and I think that they're well coached enough to come off of a game like that where you know they, they come back guns blazing. They're not going to see the same depth at wide receiver or the same quality of quarterback, although not too far off with, with Calgary. Three and a half is just too much in, in, in this game, and my, my true struggle with this game is I'm looking at all the road teams that I like, but I have to take the points in this scenario. I like Sask's resilience. I, they're not looking terrible on defense. Uh, Trevor Harris it actually looks like he's providing some form of leadership on those sidelines. And I think we're going to get a performance out of Wynicki. I think the Stamps will win, but I, I think it'll be you know a one or a two-point win. But it's funny because when you don't have the same division, same conference world, you don't see a lot of teams play. We had some last week that played four times last year. Yeah. And that really, when you see, that, that gives me a lot of confidence. Who was it? Um, it might have been BC. They outscored him last year, 134 to... 57 or something. It's a, it's a little easier to have confidence. And then finally, we got uh, Toronto coming back uh, at Edmonton. It is 44 and a half and six and a half. These are our two losses, right? They are the two losses of the season. I did not like Toronto to, to not produce. I liked Toronto. Uh, I just didn't like Toronto in last week's spot. But they showed some balance. I mean, they showed balance, and I think they can beat Edmonton a bunch of different ways. Um, I, I think that they just intercepted a far better quality quarterback last week than what Edmonton even has on their roster. So I think I think we're going to see at least one to three, at least one interception, probably two, because that's who Toronto is. And um, I, I think I think laying the points six and a half on the road, there is no home field advantage. Edmonton, those fans are dying for a winner, and they're so upset they don't have one. It's sad. It's a tradition. No, here's the thing, really. If you were doing data and the W on your machine broke, on your laptop or on your iPad or on your keyboard, <laughs> if the W was totally gone, it wouldn't impact one way, shape, or form the Edmonton Elks data because it's nothing but else. And that's, you know, that's, that's the funny part because the first two weeks I had no confidence in that, in that fourth game. That's why I hit the five teamer. Cause I didn't make it a six teamer. I, I, you know, I'm learning, you don't just bet to bet. You got to have a reason to bet, but I'll be keying a lot of things Toronto. Now USFL only got a couple games this week, but um, you know, I've done real well with them. So I'm going to continue to bet them. And I love keying everything to Sunday night. 
Sunday is so much better when you're live Sunday night to a lot of tickets. And I think what, on that Saturday night, I hit 14, I think, right? There was 14 tickets I cashed on the, uh, on the, uh, whatever that third game was. So anything else before we go? In the spirit of this this Edmonton-Toronto game, take a look at some of the props because I'm starting to get props early. Um, and so... Uh, and you're, it, but you're on Bovada, right? I am on Bovada. Um, you know, it's, it's just my my fingers work better on Bovada than any yeah. other. Prop. Well, you're just... They're, they're, they're ahead of uh, two or three places that I'm looking at in terms of what they're offering early. That's for sure. So plus 600... It's tremendous value for a Toronto defensive special teams touchdown. There's a tremendous value there. Uh, I already said we're going to see a pick. The only question is, does that pick wind up in the back of the end zone? Well, doesn't uh, don't punt returns count for that? So it's reading defensive touchdown, but usually that involves special teams. Yeah, I thought so. And six to one, you take that all day long. Those, those that'll make up those those little like you had a two two to one. You know, you had to plus two hundred guy, but it was at the end of the game where the game was kind of out of hand anyway, and all of a sudden that gave you money to cover a mistake or two. Yeah, we got to climb that Sunday mountain, though. I mean, it is a good week, though, when you don't lose until the fourth day. Well, see, the thing is, plus the way I bet, I tell people all the time, if you say to me you should never bet parlays, you're an idiot because you should never say never. The bottom line, parlays are a tool. They're part of what if I'm five for five this week? Oh, guess what? I was 30 to one. 30 to ones make weekends. They, you know, we did, we... You know, we talk about horse racing and hitting a, you know, a 1,500 to one. Well, that's a little different. There's just not a lot of 30 to ones walking around sports book on the sports book side of things. Are there, Wes? They make your month. The parlay cannot be your number one strategy. You'll lose that way. But you're going to go 4-0. You're going to go 5-0. and It's you reverse can- insurance for, God forbid, that time that you're right. You- and you know what? It don't take much. And you know what? If you're throwing a $5 chip right on the or a five hour bill because that pretty girl is spinning the wheel you know what why would you not throw in a five dollar five team right it's a buck and a half you know i agree yeah how many times we've been betting the horses and and losing but the person next to us is betting the cool names and cashing every single race that person's capable of going four no every now and then you got it all right buddy we'll, we'll catch you next time always be cashing Always be cashing. Eh? Don't forget to check out the commercial for our uh, 420 contest here on Saturdays in Canada. It's actually a wake and bake thing, but for right now, we're on Saturdays in Canada with the Black Aquas. We'll talk to you next time. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.